Are you ready? On your marks. Get set. Are you ready for Bishop Freddy? Are you ready for Bishop Freddy? Children, young people, I asked you, are you ready? I asked you again, I didn't hear you. Are you ready? Come on, give the Lord a big hand for Bishop Freddy Edwards. May massacre. Come on, young people, give the Lord a shout. Well, let's give the Lord a good praise offering. He's worthy to be praised. Hallelujah. Come on, give the Lord a good praise offering. Can you hear me? Bless the name of the Lord. Again this afternoon, we want to thank God for our leader, our bishop, a man dear to my heart for this wonderful vision. We, with great delight and with great commitment, have committed ourselves to support and to follow your example of faith, dedication, in order to help do what God has called you to do. Thank you, Bishop, for your heart. Thank you for your integrity. Thank you for your faith. Thank you for your commitment. Thank you for your humility. Thank you for loving God in such a profound and special way. Everybody, let's put our hands together for Bishop and his family. Mom, Bishop, and the boys. We thank God for them. Dr. Matole, that word was absolutely powerful. We thank God for you. We thank God that you are such a blessing. What a wonderful presentation of God's word. This afternoon, I'm going to speak to you briefly on the subject. You are included. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, you are included. Let us look at Joel chapter number 2. And I'll be reading a few verses together, starting with verse number 15. Blow the trumpet in Zion. Consecrate a fast. Call a sacred assembly. Gather the people, sanctify the congregation. Assemble the adults. Gather the children, the nursing babies. Let the bridegroom go out from his chamber and the bride from her dressing room. 17. Let the priest who minister before the Lord weep between the porch and the altar and let them say, Spare your people, O Lord, and do not give your inheritance to reproach that the nation should rule over them. Why should they say among the people, where is their God? Then the Lord will be zealous for his land and pity on his people. 28. And it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out 
my spirit upon all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams. Your young men shall see visions. And also on my men servants and my maiden servants, I will pour out of my spirit in those days. Look at your neighbor and tell them, neighbor, you are a part of the eternal plan of God. Young people and those of you that have gathered here today before the presence of God, it is very evident that God has got a very pertinent, very powerful, very important plan with the African continent. When we look at the response, when Dr. Matole opened up the altar call, and we look at the response of all our young people, that responded to the call to receive Jesus Christ as their Lord and as their Savior, we have to conclude based upon that very powerful response that God has a purpose with the African continent. God has a plan for our country. That plan, as Bishop time and time and time again remind us, is to pour out his spirit over our country. Is to visit our nation with a strong and a powerful manifestation of his right hand. God wants to bring in the harvest as we commit ourselves to plant a thousand churches. God wants to bring in the harvest from the north. He wants to bring in the harvest from the south. He wants to bring in the harvest from the east and from the west. And again, everything that has happened since we started a few weeks ago in Orange Farm, then we went to Soweto and before that, we were all the way in Ivory Park. The manifestation of the right hand of God, the response of all our young people today, that gives us the assurance that God is busy doing something in our midst. The wonderful thing about the fact that God is doing something in our midst is equally the fact that God is inviting all of us to be a part of that plan. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter where you've been. 
it doesn't matter what people's perception is with regards to the essence of your being I am here today to tell you that you are an integral part of the end time revival that is about to hit the nations of the world starting in South Africa. I don't care what the devil is doing. I don't care what naysayers are saying. Jesus said, I will build the church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against the church. In our lifetime, we are going to build a thousand churches for the glory of God. In our lifetime, God is going to raise up to the Kairos platform men and women that will be saturated and filled with the power of the Holy Ghost that will go from Jerusalem to Judea and then to the uttermost parts of the earth and they will stand side by side and shoulder to shoulder and they will preach the balance unadulterated word of the living God that will save our nation that will heal our nation that will restore our nation that will revive our nation look at your name and tell them neighbor you are a part of the plan of God the Bible says in the book of Joel God wants to do something great and something powerful for the nation. So he calls through the prophet Joel. He said, blow the trumpet in Zion and consecrate a fast and call a sacred assembly. Whenever God wants to visit a nation, whenever God wants to visit a people, one of the first requirements of the kingdom of God is that the people should give themselves to fasting and prayer. It doesn't matter what is happening in the nation. Once the people give themselves to a time of fasting and prayer, the Bible says that men ought to pray always and never faint. The Bible says seek and you shall find. The Bible says you will ask after me with your whole heart and I will show you great and wonderful things that you do not know. The Bible says knock and the door shall be open. The Bible says seek and you shall find. The Bible says if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you shall ask what you will and it shall be done unto you. The Bible says if my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face then will I hear from heaven I will forgive their sins and I will heal their land no matter what the devil is doing I'm here to tell you today 
when the church make up her mind to pray the power of God is released over our nation over our communities over our families and over our individual lives that's power when the people pray and God is calling us as we prepare ourselves to plant a thousand churches and to establish his will and his purpose and to prepare ourselves for this generation that stood here just a few moments ago God is calling us to a place of fasting and a place of prayer tell your neighbor neighbor it's time to pray Blow the trumpet. Young people, you heard Dr. Matole as he spoke the word of God to us. You heard the heart of Bishop as he said, we want you to emulate our example. If you want to be a part of this move of God, if you want to contribute towards the advancement of the kingdom of God in the earth, you've got to give yourself to the discipline of prayer. The God that you serve is a prayer answering God. If you want to walk underneath an open heaven, you need to commit yourself to prayer. The Bible says pray without ceasing. When you pray, there's power. When you pray, there is a miracle of God that takes place in your life and in your circumstance when you pray the devil has got to let go he's got to loosen and he's got to go so God is calling us to a place of prayer tell your neighbor neighbor God is calling you to a place of prayer Here is the invitation. The invitation is as follows. Gather the people. Sanctify the congregation. Assemble all of the elders. These are the big people. These are the senior people in the church. But listen to the instruction. Gather the children. Gather the nursing babies. Let the bridegroom go out from his chamber. And let the bride from her dressing room. God says, I want everybody to be included in this time of prayer and this time of fasting, this time of consecration, this time of commitment, this time of seeking after God. Young people, this is our service. And I'm so glad to know today that we are included in the plan of God. God says, get all the young people together in the Olam 
the stadium and let them pray because I want to do a great and a powerful work in the nation. I thought God would only say, get the pastors and the elders and the bishops and the evangelists. But God doesn't do that. He says this invitation is open to everyone. I want all my young people to be included in this time of prayer, this time of fasting, this time of consecration. I've got to ask myself the reason why. God, why do you want the young people involved? God showed me again. He said, look at the response when Dr. Matola gave the altar call. Can you see all those young people? I said, yes, Lord. He said, have you listened to my servant? I said, yes, Lord. Bishop is talking about raising up young people through the Kairos program. He's talking about empowering them. He's talking about teaching them the principles of fasting and prayer and holiness and righteousness, the ethic and the discipline of hard work. Because Bishop understand that when God pour out his spirit, he's not only going to pour out his spirit upon the old, but he's going to pour it out upon the old and upon the young. And I'm here to tell you that God has got a plan with your life. You are included, young people, in the plan of God. Every generation has got to respond to the call of Almighty God. The call of fasting, the call of prayer, the call of dedication and commitment, consecration. You've got to commit yourself to reading the word. The Bible says this book of the law must not depart from your mouth. You must meditate therein both day and night. How are we going to plant that thousand churches? Well, we are going to plant them as we stand side by side in prayer, in fasting, in travail, in going to God on behalf of our nation. We are going to build and plant those thousand churches when we give ourselves to the discipline and the studying of the word and when the fullness of time comes God says then I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh listen to God he starts with your sons he says the young people my sons my daughters he says they are included because on your sons and on your daughters will I pour out my spirit and they shall prophesy young people God 
has got a plan with your life. You are an integral part of the plan of God to build this thousand churches. You are an integral part of the plan of God to go out on the missions field. You might be a doctor. You might be a lawyer. You might be an advocate. You might be an engineer. You might just be an ordinary clerk. Whatever your vocation is, that's irrelevant. What is relevant is this. You have been invited by God to be become part of the process of preparation. Now you're going to be included in the process of power because the preparation is necessary before the power comes. I see God raising up the young people of Grace Bible Church sending them into the north and into the south and into the west and into the east and I warn the devil by the spirit and I say watch because they are these who have been invited by God they have come through sackcloth they have come through fasting they have come through prayer they have come through righteousness they have come through holiness and listen devil the gates of hell shall not prevail against the people of God. Somebody shout Hallelujah! Tell your neighbor, neighbor! My father is inviting me. Your father is inviting you to contribute you cannot live a selfish life, a life that's inward focused and self-centered. You are an integral part of the plan of God. You listened to Bishop earlier. He said when he was 11 years of age, he was teaching Sunday school. You heard him said when he was 17 years of age, he committed his life to Jesus. I listened to Dr. Matole. He said when he was 70 years of age, he made a commitment to Jesus Christ. It is amazing in the Bible how God always calls young people to work for him. If you take the young people out of the Bible, the Bible will not be a complete book because Joseph was a young man that gave himself and that gave his life to God. David, as Dr. Matole said, was a young man that gave his life and that gave his talents and his skills to God. And God used that young man called David. God can use you, young man. God can use you, young woman. It doesn't matter who you are. You are sent into the kingdom for a time such as this. Just like Joseph, God wants to use you too just like David God wants to use you too you have been invited to be a part of the
the move of God. You have been invited to be a part of the building of the kingdom of God. You have been invited to cast out the devil, to lay hands upon the sick so that they can recover. You are sitting here and you don't know that God has called some of you to be apostles. God has called some of you to be prophets. God has called some of you to be evangelists. God has called some of you to be pastors. And God has called some of you to be teachers. You are invited. When I said yes to God, I was a young person just like yourself. They told me, when you are useless, they told me, when you will end up in jail, they told me, when you will die before your time. But when God looked at me, ah, come on young people, come on young people, come on young people, when God looks at us, he looks at us differently. God doesn't see a useless. He doesn't see somebody that's going to go to jail. He doesn't see somebody that's going to die before their time. When God looks at you, he sees the spirit and the power of Jeremiah, Obadiah, Zephaniah, Nahum. He sees somebody whose life he can fill with his glory and with his power in order to make a change in the nation. Tell your neighbor you are a part of the plan of God. Today, I want to give you a very simple illustration. David was a young man. When God called him, he was the least likely candidate for the call. In fact, everybody was in the house and his father forgot about him. That's how bad his situation was. And God told the prophet, you people cannot sit down and eat. Ask him, doesn't he have other children? How bad is it when your own father forgets about you? His father forgot about him, a young man. God says, I'm not interested in this one. I'm not interested in that one. I'm, you people are not eating before that one comes. Invitation of God. A young man. And when David came... God says, this is the one, anoint him. And I am telling you that the eyes of God is upon you. The hand of God is upon you. Just like God called Dr. Matole at the age of 17. Just like God called Bishop Sono at the age of 17. Just like God called me at the age of 17. God is calling you. 
God called Jimmy Swaggart at the age of eight. God called Billy Graham at the age of 16, 15. Young people. The world has been changed by young people that has given their lives to God. God can use your life. God can change you. Samson was a young man that was used by God. God can use you. You have been running away from the call of God like I tried. I tried. I didn't want to be a pastor. I didn't want to be an evangelist. I didn't want to do what I'm doing. I tried to run away. But then the Spirit of God spoke to me. And God arrested me. And God got my attention. And God said to me, I have called your life. You are my son. You're supposed to work for me. And I gave my life to him. And the rest is history. Jesus was a young man. Jesus was 12 years of age. When he was standing in the temple. And explaining the word of God and asking questions. The people looked at him and they couldn't understand. How can this young child have such knowledge? God uses young people. He uses young people. Your life in the hands of God has got significance. Your life in the hands of God has got meaning. Your life in the hands of God has got purpose. Give your life to Him. Let Him use you. Let Him speak through you. Let Him think through you. Let Him show mercy. Let Him show compassion. Become a shepherd after His heart. Become the pastor. That you were meant to be. Become the soul winner. That you were meant to be. Become the evangelist. The prophetess. That you were meant to be. Give your life to him. Take up your cross. Follow him. Dedicate and commit yourself. We are doing what we are doing. Not because. We didn't have other plans. We had other plans. But we said goodbye to all the things and the plans that we had. In order to give our lives to Him. You say, Bishop, I don't have the capacity. I am not eloquent. I am not astute. I am not smart. I don't have what it takes. Listen to me today. God is not looking for silver vessels. God is not looking for golden vessels. What God is looking for is yielded vessels. If you can yield to the power of the Holy Ghost, God can use you. If you can yield to the power of the Holy Ghost, God can empower you. He can endow you with His presence, with His power. You are sitting there and you might be the next Billy Graham. 
You might be the next Musa Sono. You might be the next Dr. Matale. You don't know who you are. You are powerful beyond measure. Let's look at another young man. His name is Jeremiah. The word of God comes to Jeremiah and says to him, before I formed you in your mother's womb, Jeremiah, I knew you. I approved you. I set you aside and you are my servant. Listen to Jeremiah. Jeremiah's response to God is, huh? Never. Tell your neighbor, never. Neighbor, say never, say never. He says, what? You want to tell me that you are calling me to be a preacher? God says, yes. He says, but I cannot talk because I'm so young. God says to him, don't say you are young. Because you must go to everyone that I send you and everything I tell you to speak, you must speak that because I am with you. Jeremiah, Isaiah, young people that have been mightily used by God. And today, the invitation for you to become a part of the plan of God. Let me give you one last one. His name is Timothy. He's a young man. He's a young man. Timothy becomes a pastor. He becomes a builder. He becomes one that contributes towards the establishment of the New Testament church. He goes around with Pastor Paul. And everywhere they go, they build the kingdom of God. This afternoon, God is calling you. He's inviting you. Like he's invited Bishop Son. Like he's invited me. Like he's invited Dr. Matole. Does it, that, like he invited Billy Graham. Reinhard Bonke. All of these people that have been used by God. God is calling you today. Respond to the call of God. Let us build a thousand churches. Let us work for God and win souls. Let us pray for the sick. Let us cast out the devils. Let us do the work of the ministry. Let us labor for the Lord. While we are young, while we are strong, while we are full of energy, while we have the capacity, who is going to be the leaders of the congregation that came earlier? Who is God going to use to train these children, to groom them, to develop them? To empower them. If God is not going to use you, then who else can God use? We said yes. Now it's time for you to say yes. 
I want you to stand with me on your feet in the presence of the Lord. You are invited. God says, I'm going to pour out my spirit. The reason why I want you to commit yourself to prayer, to dedication, to commitment, holiness, righteousness, integrity, is because when my spirit falls, I want to use the young people. Our prayer is that we will fill the stadium with young people every Saturday after Good Friday. And that we as the young people will win our communities for God. Wherever you are today, you say, Bishop, Bishop Sono said yes. You said yes. Dr. Matola said yes. Reinhard Bonke said yes. Billy Graham said yes. Pastor Ray Macaulay said yes. All of you as young people, you said yes. Today, I am saying yes to God. I want to be a part of the plan of God. I want God to use my life for His glory and for His honor. Wherever you are, if that is you, I want you to walk through those gates and I want you to come and stand here with us. We are going to pray and ask God to use your life so that you can become the man, the woman of God that you are supposed to be. Come from the top, come from the middle, come from everywhere. We're going to pray in Jesus' name. Come pastor. You don't know yet there's something in your heart. You know that God has called you. Come. Come my sister. Come young man. Come young woman. Come. God is calling you to be a part of His plan. God wants to use your life to build His kingdom. Wherever you are, I want you to walk. Come to the front. In Jesus' name. We'll wait for you. Come young people, come. You are the leaders of tomorrow. The pastors of tomorrow. The bishops of tomorrow. The prophets of tomorrow. You are the evangelists of tomorrow. We said yes, it's time for you now to say yes. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Come on, come on, come on. Come on, come on.